Introducing, hosting from the Portuguese section of Massachusetts, representing those that choose the Sioux, representing for all his boys mocks because they can't see colors, the man, the king, the motherfucking god of this pod, Matt Suda. Hosting from the Taint of America, representing that fuck, Mary Kill game, representing for all the dudes in the group chat, Central Time, representing the motherfucking late club, it's Gen DK. North South Connection. Welcome to another edition of GC Dub A Game Changing Podcast. I am Jennifer Smith. I'm here with my lovely co-host Matt Souza. How are you, Matt? Uh, Jenny, great to be back here. Another month. My, we're approaching one year of doing this podcast. Can you believe isn't, it? Isn't that crazy? I love I, that. For that us. that is crazy. It's, some said it would never happen, but here we are. I know. Fuck the haters, man. <laughs> Um, but love the lovers, and we have a lover tonight, a lover of GCW, a lover of our podcast, and uh, uh, I think a lover of us as a duo, Maddie. Uh, our friend John Wolf from the GCW Plant Podcast. Hey, John, welcome in. Hello, hello. This is awesome. I get to kind of step in with you guys. Uh, first, congratulations on your one year it's approaching right you have like another yes. month or so left mm-hmm. yeah that's right about, fantastic right about yeah i feel great tonight this is my first time over here somewhat nervous and jittery you know how mm-hmm. that goes mm-hmm. yeah once the liquor kicks in i feel a little better yeah what you drinking yeah. on uh oh water water oh <laughs> yeah, man, I, yeah, that, that's, that's not liquor joke. that's not just liquor. a terrible joke um oh. apple juice if i let it sit okay. long enough maybe okay yeah. fermented it, apple juice let it sit out yeah. for about a year see what happens yeah oh in the vegas sun Ooh. oh man oh yeah so you have been like you along with your partner on your podcast have been really cool and reaching out talking to us and mentioning us on your podcast you guys if you want to talk a little bit about what you do over there what your format is and and why you love gcw yeah um i'll give you a somewhat long short short story kind of thing um it starts like this i was a fan be the co-host the guy who actually put everything together He's also a fan, and we're just sitting in some chat somewhere, and somebody out of out of nowhere is like, you know, I'm looking at starting a GCW podcast. I just need someone to kind of talk to for a while. It'll be really fun. Does anybody, you know, want to get involved at all? And so it's kind of weird because I had a couple offers before for uh, different podcasts and then for a radio thing, and it kept coming up over and over and over within a short amount of time. So I'm like, Let's do something. Why not? Like, what's the worst that's going to happen? I learn a new skill. You can't lose it. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, we're just talking. And then we find out we were sitting right next to each other at one of the GCW shows that was one of my first. Then we found out when we were talking that he lives seven minutes away from me. Oh, that's amazing. So, yeah, he could have been all the way around the world. His <laughs> son that. goes to the local training school out here. The family's a bunch of sweethearts. So... Mm-hmm. 
you know, our families got together really quick and it just ended up being a lot of fun. We get to go to shows together. Um, That's cool. Yeah. A lot of work. Our podcast, I'm running about 17 pages a show roughly, which ends wow. up getting excruciating after a while. Um, <laughs> Jesus. About 15 of it gets used roughly. Um, yep. I don't know. We will usually start at about five or six. We ended about 10. We end up with about a two, two and a half, three hour show. Mm -hmm. uh, editing takes a little while just because yep. there's so much going on there. But um, yeah, we try to deep dive as hard as possible. We do that just because we enjoy it a lot, and we found out not a lot of people want to deep dive hard like that. Mm -hmm. It's independent wrestling, so a lot of people, you know, they want to kind of surface mm -hmm. it. And yep. the independent wrestling scene is kind of fluid. Mm -hmm. You blink your eyes, and the landscape can change really quickly. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we just ended up doing that, and um, it became popular with some of the wrestlers because they were starting to really listen to what the fans were thinking, hearing, mm -hmm. seeing. Um, that's yeah dead air that's all i got for you honestly that's that's no. how it went nothing <laughs> that's, spectacular that's amazing. It, mm -hmm. that's, no, no, it really all is hard work all hard yeah. work no kidding oh, yeah. we had three listeners and all three was me my partner and his wife because my wife had already heard enough about podcasts <laughs> from me so yeah when we hit double digits it was like oh my god we we yeah. hit double digits on a podcast oh my gosh like yeah I, and then I there were just little steps. Sure. Yep. Yep. And you'll see with your podcast, like there are little steps where things kind of step up and plateau, then the next step up and plateau. Mm -hmm. So yep. um, on our side, we're really fortunate that we get a lot of cooperation with the company, the wrestlers, and we maintain as much as we can to just be positive. And because of that, we don't get much trouble from anyone ever. Because even if we're as unprofessional as we are, people know our hearts in the right place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. so we yep. try not to hurt anybody. We don't dirt sheet. It's really rare if you'll ever hear us mention or say anything. If someone comes over, I'm not taking pictures. No yeah. one knows. It's a friend. Yeah. And say, hey, mm -hmm. such and such is coming over. Come say hi. Yeah. So, yeah, That's we awesome. keep it yeah. nice and chill as much as possible. And um, a year and a half ago when we next month will be a year and a half for us. And uh yeah, it's a lot of work. Had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the choir for both of you. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we, you know, we talked about, you know, what what our format should be. And we just go like, there's so many shows. Like, we don't know if we can devote all this time. Because um, yes. we, we also do other shows and, um, you know, have jobs and stuff like that, um, which is weird. And uh so I, I I like that. I like that there's something quick and easy that you can kind of delve into or you can really sit and like listen to hours of it. Like I'm all, I'm on both ends of the spectrum like with yes with most subjects like that anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh it's nice to have options is my point. Right? Um, that's what yeah. I'm saying because there's all kinds of fans. You have fans that right. just started. You have fans that they know how to spot this little ticky tack thing in the ring and oh, he's going to kick out. I know because his left ear is on the mat and all kinds <laughs> of other stuff. So, um, yeah, I actually started a preview show just to kind of keep myself busy because I know Good. some people just want to have something to listen to. So That's it's not monetized. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. not on YouTube. So, I mean, I like putting real music in there. So, like, the New York show had a bunch of New York artists. This L.A. show is going to have, I think, Kendrick Lamar, Metallica, and Snoop or some shit. Like, just to kind of have something fun to do for 15 mm -hmm. minutes, you know. 
It's a but, great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right. Well, speaking of great ideas, let us run through our notes um, from the results of the last couple shows, and then we'll do our previews. Um, Maddie Sues, you want to talk us through the results? I thought you were going to segue to me having a great idea, which is never the case. Uh, we go <laughs> to... I would never do that. Too. I know, you would never compliment me like that. Uh, we go to, we go to, to uh, Seattle, Washington for Going and Going on November 17th. Uh, we had Jordan Oliver defeating Alec Price. Maki Ito beat Nicole Matthews. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd and Sawyer Wreck fought to a no contest, and I believe that led into the tag title match, which was uh, Violence is Forever defeating Jimmy Lloyd and Sawyer Wreck, the Second Gear Crew, and the Bollywood Boys. Uh, Los Desperados, which was Arez, Gringo Loco, and Latigo, uh, defeated Aramis, Laredo Kid, and Ray Horus. Uh, Santana Jackson beat Matt Cardona. Thrussy defeated Sovereign, <laughs> which was Evan Rivers, Judas Icarus, and Travis Williams. Uh, Blake Christian defeated Schiff, I mean Schaff, I'm sorry, <laughs> to retain the GCW title. And in the main event, it was uh, Joey Janela defeating Speedball Mike Bailey. Ooh. Did you get to watch this show? Catch any of these matches? Uh, I was able to catch uh, the main event, which was very good. Uh, 34 minutes, Janelle and Speedball That's went a lot. main event. Yeah. That was a long time, for, but I thought it was really... I mean, look, look, we've talked about it on this show a lot. Speedball's incredible. You can put him in any type of match. I've said it before, he had a great match with a blow-up doll earlier this year, so naturally <laughs> he's going to have naturally he's going to have a great match with a guy like Janela. So I, I thought that match was, uh, that match was super fun. The, uh, the Lucha tag was uh, great that there was a balcony dive at one point. So that's always fun to see. So yeah, this was a, uh, I think this was their debut in Seattle if I'm remembering correctly. So that's pretty, right. pretty big show to uh, throw out there with a hell of a main event. So I thought what I saw of this show was uh, really good. What about you, John? Did you watch this one? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so um, what got me right off the bat was Jordan Oliver versus Alec Price. There's been a lot of foreshadowing there that their roads are going to eventually cross at a more important spot down the road. Mm. I have him picked as the next JCW champion. Yep. Mm. We'll see what happens there. And that is if the title gets dropped before Oliver goes on his trip to the UK. So we have that four-month trip, three-month trip coming up there. We'll see what happens. He may work back and forth. Highly doubtful only because that's that's a long trip back and forth. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'm anticipating there will be a JCW title drop at some point. Just right now, Alex, my man on that one. Uh, let's see here if there was anything else. Yeah, poor, poor Lloyd and Sawyer got cut short. That was, I think, match four for them. Uh, maybe even three. I have to remember. And then finally they meet up with uh, Violences Forever. Uh, I'm with you, dude. Matt, that... Uh, that six man with mm -hmm. Los Desperados. I'm really hoping that's a brand new like tag team. That'd be some beautiful. Yep. Yeah, man. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm just looking down my notes here and see if there was anything else that was really, uh, Shaft was only interesting because he was over so much, but mm -hmm. I'm with you here. Speedball right now for me, gringo speedball, uh, Effie, there's a couple that you just put them in a match. It's going to be an instant card upgrade. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter where you put them. I prefer those veterans at the top of the card, but right now there's so many and so much excitement. I feel that's why they're spreading them out so much, but mm. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah. I meant to go back to watch um, 
the Santana Jackson and Matt Cardona match. Mm -hmm. um, I did some some prep today, and that was the one that I did not go back to watch. But uh, I saw some clips on Twitter that looked very interesting. Yeah, Santana's kind of hot right now. Like I, I don't know, it's like, a, it. it's like a switch flipped, and all of a sudden, like he's getting all kinds of bookings for GCW. He's all over this month of shows. I think he's on mm -hmm. like three of the four shows we talk about. So it's because he had showed up in GCW before, but now it seems like he's getting over more over with the crowd, and he's getting more popular. So I'd like to see more of him because he's super entertaining. I agree. What do you think it is? What do you think do. is this the I know. gimmick or what is it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So here's how it works. I'm from Vegas. He's from Vegas. He oh. is actually the number one Michael Jackson impersonator in Las Vegas. He has a residency mm -hmm. here. So people who what? come in from wherever can come in off the street, go watch his show. Uh, if you look really hard out there, there's a, there's a video somewhere of him literally getting in a fight with someone in the street while he's in his Michael Jackson gear and hems <laughs> him up because he's a security guy. Oh, it, shit. Dude, it's out there. It's so cool. That's um, crazy. I first met him about a year and a half, maybe two years ago. It was at a show out here in Vegas where it was GCW, Black Label Pro, and Wrestling Revolver together. It was a hot show. Um, but I went over to him. I said, listen, man, you're doing something really cool. I've never seen that before. And he actually said to me, I mean, this was really, he goes, I just want people to like Michael's music. I'm oh. like, huh. whoa. Wow. Like, whoa. And you know, there's all this stuff about Michael Jackson and all this other stuff. Dude has a pure heart. And I think the fans maybe pick up on that. So about a year and a half ago, he showed up in GCW at one show and he just went over like wildfire. I think then they tried him again in Las Vegas, then again in LA. And the minute he hit the LA show, he, he just blew up. Mm. And then you yeah. can't say no after that. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. It's just the fact that he'll come out from under the ring with the wolf mask and everything. Yeah. I it's love it. Just, also being live it's the music it's just the yeah. fact that music hits and yep. everybody gets to mm -hmm. kind of like uh just relax and smile for five minutes mm -hmm. so it i i loved it live uh i got to see him so it was awesome um i i feel matt cardona might have an issue um losing that match but um he, he's got <laughs> issues this month uh yeah. we'll see <laughs> uh quite a few but um what is up on the next show uh, we have WrestleCade Weekend. I believe this was on Black Friday from uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. We had Manders, Alec Price, Charlie Tiger, Cole Radrick, and Shane Mercer. They defeated Bobby Flacco, Facade, Fuego Del Sol, Hunter Drake, and Sam Stackhouse. Maki Ito beat Kylie Alexa. Matt Cardona beat Speedball Mike Bailey. Jordan Oliver defeated Masha Slamovich. Santana Jackson defeated Mike Jackson. That was a hell of a thing. Uh, Richard, <laughs> Richard Holiday beat Caleb Conley. Insane Clown Bussy of Alley Catch, Effie, and Violent J <laughs> defeated George South and the Mortons. I got a lot on that. Uh, yep. <laughs> Blake Christian defended the title successfully against Billy Starks. And in the main event, it was Joey Janela beating Mance Warner in a hardcore match. That is a hell of a card. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we've just got to talk insane clown bussy like right now. <laughs> we absolutely do. You're right. Because I that was on my list uh, of shit to watch, and I thought it was incredible. Like mm -hmm. Ali was awesome in that. Um, Violent J was actually like he was rapping his heart out in the yeah. in the intro, and he was really trying to get the cr crowd had no idea what the words to this song. Were. <laughs> 
Yeah, they, that was weird. Yeah, that was because he was waiting for the chant and it was not coming. Um, Who's going chicken hunting? Any, anybody? Yeah, no? They, yeah, uh, yeah. You nobody are. was chicken hunting. <laughs> guys. Uh, so that was, but he was working hard. So it was like very endearing to me. I, I thought he was awesome this whole time. He had this great like paisley design uh, on his jersey. And it was like GCW black and white incredible gear like i lost my mind oh. at this gear. Mm. i loved that look uh everybody had their faces painted they looked incredible uh and then ali and effie got on the mic to sing and that really helped i thought that really helped <laughs> get it over with the crowd a little bit more but the whole package was i mean carrie morton um mm -hmm. uh thoughts on carrie morton i mean he was the right type of shit bag for this match let me tell Wasn't you he? Yeah, he was in his role. He was perfect here. I mean, uh, just the, the whole spectacle of everything. And then at the end, George South turns on the Mortons and comes out <laughs> just decrepit old, looks like corpse paint that a black metal band would wear. Just looked terrible, but it worked. So it was awesome. He turned in the middle of the match and went and got his face painted. They put that face paint on quick, too. That's that's totally not George South. I don't know how much you guys have really watched of him, but that's totally not George. Like they GCW'd him. That like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that was that was really fun. Uh just for I'll kick in here for a second on Carrie. Carrie oozes his dad's training. He's got that old school heel work in him. You can hear oh, it on the microphone. Yes. You know, I'll I'll kick your tail. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. you're gonna kick his ass. You know, the whole um, the whole match felt like an old school, like yeah. fucking yes. '80s style match. Yep. Yeah, and they really old NWA. It well. Yes, yep. exactly right. It's the right yeah. place for it, North Carolina. I mean, absolutely. I mean, we're talking like right where it. I mean, not what it, where it originated, but right where it was hot in the '80s mm -hmm. was down mm -hmm. in that area there. Yeah, it was. Um, that was a really, really, really fun match. I do have a story on that one. Go check some timestamps. Me and Allie came up with the name at the same time and shot it online to Brett. So I'll, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So what happened there was there was some talk behind the scenes about what the name was going to be. And I guess the name insane clown pussy was shot down. Hmm. And then there was a cameo that was sent to my co-host and he was like, listen, tell everybody insane clown bussy if i get a chance i'll play it for you it's really cool he's so okay. so i got up there and i'm like okay insane clown bussy and then i go and i type it on twitter and then it starts going up and then maybe a day later insane clown bussy and all of us are like yes yes i yeah. mean how could you not call it that it's right perfect. oh my gosh i'd love to know the names that were thrown away thrown away right. yeah yeah what are the yeah. non-voices here and um, then also um i just wanted to mention i would love to buy that uh that teal freaking GCW shirt that you were talking about. He, it was like black, white, and then it had the teal on it. Yes. Oh, uh, I'd love it. Oh, it was so awesome. I've never seen anything like that before. So nope. I don't know um, if he had it made just for that. But anyway, I love that match. Um, I What else did I watch on this one? Oh, I watched Matt Cardona because he is who I am zeroed in on currently. He is at the top of my favorite wrestlers list right now matt cardona is um he's incredible and um his match with mike bailey was really really good mm -hmm. um they i loved he so matt tried to 
have a arm wrestle. Uh, kind of, <laughs> it's like we can arm wrestle, and then uh, if I lose, I will take my shoes off. And of course, it's just a ruse. And then Steph hits him with the chair. They start. They work on the feet. That the whole mm. match is about Speedball's feet. Um, so it was like a very foot-based match. Um, I thought it was awesome. I loved Steph in it. Um, and I love Matt winning that match. Do y'all hmm. have any thoughts on this one? Uh, it was the first match ever sponsored by WikiFeet. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. You know um, what? I'll, yeah, I'll jump in here. Uh, Cardona right now is just bringing his A game. It's all yep. about quality over quantity. Um, if we had him every show, we would probably not have gotten the Ecto one mm -hmm. and the Ghostbusters thing. I mean, it's better to just let him breathe and do his thing because every time he comes back, it's something entertaining and different. The indie God thing, all of it, the macho man for me, the macho man thing was just mm -hmm. um, yeah. freaking oh, awesome. Next so level. it's, it's rare to have someone like him with his level of creativity in the independent scene period right now. Yep. And we're very fortunate to have him on a GCW show. Um, lastly, I know he really is helping a lot of independent wrestlers to get their stuff straight when it comes to merchandise and making their money properly so that they're able to take care of themselves much better. So um, he's really helping on multiple sides. And that's not including GCW's production side where he throws in a little bit here and there. Hmm. He he just seems like an all-around like knowledgeable guy. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. just... I don't know. He has, he has it. He is an absolute star. Um, I'm sort of obsessed with everything that he does. <laughs> um, Some wrestlers uh, click. Some yeah. wrestlers click. Maybe that's not a. Uh, maybe it is the best way to say it. I just jumped in on you. I'm sorry. No, uh, no. You have, you have Cody Rhodes and others where you can see in their career that they get it. Whatever that it mm -hmm. is. Okay, how to be a an it guy? How to be the main eventer? How the business works? How to do this? How to do that? How to turn to the he he got that it and um it's very fortunate now and yeah we're i like the fact that he's not going anywhere he's yeah. actually more proud of gcw if you've looked at his twitter posts in the last week or two than yep. ever before and i feel proud that he's proud to be with us it makes me feel so much better because I, almost every other day there's you know a tweet about when is he going back to the E and asking about Zack Ryder and every single mm -hmm. time he says he's dead. Um, so he's done. Like right. to me, a lot of times I, well, I have this like uh, fear of abandonment sort of things. And it comes out in the wrestling world too. Like, like right now in my current watch of ECW, a lot of people are starting to jump ship and leave, mm -hmm. which is, they've been doing it for years, but um, I, I know some big names that I love are coming up and they're going to leave and I'm going to be very upset. So I feel happy that Matt seems all in on GCW and mm -hmm. um, picking his spots and yes, yep, trying to, he seems He's trying to up everybody's game, is what it seems like. Yes. Yep. That's the truth. Yep. And is there any other uh, match from that show that we want to talk about? Uh, Blake Christian and Billy Starks was really good. Mm -hmm. uh, there was one spot in particular where Billy got sandwiched between a Blake oh, Christian dive. Oh, shit. I saw that. Yeah. A door and a guardrail. And it was disgusting. Yeah. It was so brutal. Like, I thought she was dead, honestly. Just so bad. 
Oh man, kudos to her for taking that bump because yeah. that uh, she's 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 young. She's you she's know, super young. Yeah, she's not right. broken physically. So not, I don't think AEW would want that spot to happen if they had a choice. Right. Just Probably just not. saying. Just saying. But I mean, and, that's between them, not mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. not our business. And mm-hmm. uh, Janela and Mance had a table that just would not fucking break. <laughs> and there was like yes. six, six spots where the table just would not break. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was a pile driver on it still. I don't know what kind of tables they make in North Carolina, but they're indestructible. Oh, it's like check Botchamania. Yeah. Was it, was it Bo- like... Botchamania already has it up. Oh, what if mm-hmm. they did it on purpose that way? Though? Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Matt, no. you're with me, brother. Oh yeah, no. There was, was no, there was no oopsies. They tried oh. everything to break that fucking table. <laughs> they threw a freaking table at the table, and, and the table didn't break the table. What the? Fuck? Yeah, they tried to use magic on magic. It didn't happen. Yeah. Shit! Now I have to watch that. I'm obsessed no. with. I mean, it was a great match too, but the table thing was fantastic. Yeah, oh <laughs> yeah. super God. table. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. The table. I was laughing my ass off. I'm not gonna lie. Oh <laughs> All right. This is the show that you were supposed to attend, Matt. And... Yes, the show I was supposed to attend, uh, yeah. but uh, did not because uh, five guys betrayed me. But anyway, oh. uh, <laughs> yes, uh, the no. morning uh, morning of this show, I was in uh, I was in a way, I'll say. But uh, GCW, come on, dude, in Hartford, Connecticut, on, uh, <laughs> on December, December. Yeah, come on, dude. What'd you get food come poisoning? On, come on, dude. <laughs> come on, dude. What'd you get food poisoning? You should have came to this fucking show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for the JCW title, we had Jordan Oliver defeating Azrael. Uh, Cole Radrick beat Marcus Mathers. Masha Slamovich and Rina Yamashita defeated Miracle Generation, which is Dustin Waller and Kylon King. Effie beat Santana Jackson. Uh, the main event defeated Waves and Curls. Paro and Richard Holiday fought to a no contest. Unagi Sayaka beat Lufisto. In a five-way scramble, it was Griffin McCoy defeated Gabriel Sky, Nolo Catano, R1, and Raheem Royal. Sawyer Reck beat Jimmy Lloyd. And in the main event, it was uh, Blake Christian defeating Alec Price. Well, how do you feel about having missed the show now that you've read the card? <laughs> I mean, I did enjoy the show, That what I saw of it. But like, so I was at the first Hartford show, which had Nick Gage and Psycho Clown on it. And I would have been a lot more mad if I missed that one. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I can see that one, you know, because that show was really loaded. And I think this one, it was like I said, it was still a fun show, but it very much to me felt like a show before the big show type of thing. Mm -hmm. Whereas Mm -hmm. that first Hartford show was kind of a show on its own. So they loaded it up like Gringo Loco, Gage wrestled, Janela wrestled on it. So still a fun show from what we saw but like i I would have been more upset had i missed uh, the show that took place in july for sure um as for me i you know um i fell asleep um (laughs) (laughs) Um, sorry should laugh that hard but i've done it i fell asleep Um, i was i was on a on a call uh you know we were watching the show together and then i just fell asleep so anyway, um, I went back to watch Sawyer Wreck and Jimmy Lloyd, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I will leave my comments for that for um, another segment. But uh, is there any other match that we want to talk about on this card? 
the main event was really good. Like, big spot for Alec Price main eventing his show. I mean, it's not not quite his hometown. He's from Boston, but Hartford's close enough. Like that show in July, yes. he got a hero's welcome in Hartford with the he was wearing the Hartford Whalers jersey and the streamers, sort of like in this one. So big spot for him. And I thought these two guys were worked really well together. There was that one springboard DDT into the ring that was just brutal and looked great. So. I mean, it, it's a rare spot for Christian to be in the main event. It, like, he's always in the middle of the show. So it was a big spot for him, and I think he more than delivered. And I think it showed he can kind of carry these shows as a main event or if it's one of these, like, lower-tier shows with not a lot of massive stars on it, you know. So I, I enjoyed the main event a lot. And uh, uh, Sawyer Wreck and Jimmy Lloyd was also very good because they had light tubes in it, which is a thing I didn't get at the show in July, goddammit. <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering how you felt about that. <laughs> oh, I would have been so pissed. Sorry, <laughs> so sorry. There'll be more shows in Hartford, I'm sure. Yeah, apparently true. the crowd was really good. So, oh, dude, the back. first first time you guys were there, you guys were hot. Like oh, we yeah. couldn't stop mentioning it in the review. It the was show. loud in there. My God. I loved it. Like it came across on TV so well. And sometimes the TV, like the crowd doesn't come across on TV. You and I, mm -hmm. all, we all know. Yeah. yeah, it came across so hot on yeah. Hartford, and I was really happy that they came back so quick. Yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, Blake Christian, I just kind of wanted to mention there. Yeah, that that's kind of a look at the future there. I really mm -hmm. do see that. Also, it was nice to see, number one, like you said, I agree with you 100%, dude, putting uh, Blake in the main event at the top of the card. But um, also putting Blake in there with someone who's roughly more around his size. Yeah body whatnot uh makes a more competitive match which allows blake to do more which makes the entire match much better mm -hmm. um so our friend keithy said that effie was at another show like right before this show <laughs> was working and then like had to run to this show mm -hmm. and then he ran to this show to defeat santana jackson uh i watched some of that match it was really fun um it's hard to find two people who love entertaining more than those people. Right. Like they just really went for it. I really enjoyed it. I I couldn't help but laugh. You're talking about Effie's Norman character. Yes. The the oh I yeah. love that. <laughs> and um, his grandpa was a minister. Oh okay. So there was some back and forth on really doing that character. Mm. Huh. Interestingly enough, yeah. Because he didn't want to be disrespectful, but right, at the same yeah, time, yeah, right? I know yeah, but I think he pulled it off very well, and he looks like a lot of the people that come to my door <laughs> that try to <laughs> teach me things. You know, uh, yeah. <clears throat> he does, he looks like a missionary. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, straight out of Book of Mormon. Oh, what? I forgot to ask. Every is my colors like I have? I just realized I got like 19 million colors on my screen. No, I like your colors. That's all right. They're all great to me. It's fine. I just, <laughs> they're all. <laughs> yeah, I just had to. I just realized. I'm like, okay, everybody has their thing here. You've got your thing there, and I got like a clown car going on. No, I really like my it. screen here. I like it. <laughs> yeah, um, this is like my worship wall. It's. I love it. I probably should be seen at a doctor for this, but yeah. Uh, I need to get that um, GCFNW shirt. Mm. One of those. Mm, yeah. I tried to buy one in my size, which is impossible. I'm like six, three and two. God, I'm like two sixty right now. So they don't have tees for tall. Mm -hmm. Once you hit a certain height, you need that. Otherwise the muffin's going to just roll right out the bottom of that motherfucker. Yeah. So 
Um, so sometimes I'll find a shirt that I love like that GCF and W in there. And if it's in a small, I'll just get it. And I just throw it on the wall. That's yep. a great idea. Yeah. I collect yeah. these shirts like a crazy person too. Like, yes. Well, you have that blue and yellow one that I want so bad. They yeah, sold yeah. before I had a chance to get one, the blue and yeah. Yeah. I snatched one of those in Atlanta. I was like, yes. Um, they never have our sizes, bro. They never have our sizes. No, it's wrong. Sorry, I'm ranting. Ooh, squirrel. No, that's okay. Um, <laughs> I was going to ask about the Paro match um, with Holiday. That was a no contest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was... obsessed with Paro, as you know. That, it was kind of like uh, they did an angle where um, it was basically... Uh, did Hammerstone come out, I think? I think Hammerstone came out during this. And it was basically just a setup for the match that took place on the uh, on the next show. So, it, oh, okay. it, I mean, it, it wasn't much. That's why it was only like five minutes long. But I mean, it, there wasn't really a ton there. Kind of holidays, a local guy. He's from Hartford, so it kind of just felt like a way to get him on the show to me. Okay, so. that makes sense. All right, Th holidays post cancer too, right? Isn't that yeah. his story? Yep. Really yeah. good for him. Yeah, good for okay. him. See, I learned so much. We all learn so much on the show. Mm -hmm. yeah. We're we're an educational yeah. service. I've always I can said. tell mom I really did something today. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, and what is the last one that we're going to talk about? Well, what is the last one? It's what is your choice what from New York City, <laughs> which was on December 3rd, the next day, as we had uh, Bussy and the Second Gear crew beat Wasted Youth Alec Price and Cole Radrick, Masha Slamovich beat Tracy Williams, Violence is Forever successfully defended the tag titles against the main event. Billy Starks beat Unagi Sayaka. Blake Christian defended the title against Little Guido. Mike, mm -hmm. out of nowhere. Uh, Jordan Oliver defeated Gringo Loco. Rina Yamashita beat Tony Deppin. Uh, Charles Mason and Paro defeated Hammerstone and Richard Holiday in a tag. Uh, Maki Ito defeated Mike Bailey. And in the main event, Career versus Broski. It was Matt Cardona <laughs> defeating Jimmy Lloyd. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I just like uh, the name of that. I just like saying Broski. Broski. Why, why is it? it? Why is all this working? It all works for me. Yeah. Uh, I right? definitely need to talk about that match because mm -hmm. Cardona was on another level yeah. uh, on the mic talking about GCW and... He was even a little snippy with Steph, which was odd, but mm -hmm. like exciting. Um, Cause I love her. Like she is very involved, like in every way, just all the, just, she doesn't, she really works the crowd really well. She, she's always back in Matt. She's always encouraging him and like being his little bitch basically <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> um, but she's kind of badass in in her own right. But um, this match, Matt said that he didn't want Jimmy Lloyd to be his bitch. He wanted him to be his broski. <laughs> that, that meant that he was going to take him to the Tannabed. He's going to take him to the gym. He's going to get him some new clothes. He's going to, you know, he's oh. going to, he's going to spiff him up. And yeah, I'm like, Oh my God! Yes, this mm -hmm. is perfect. Like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, I, I, I don't know if they will continue. And by the end of the match, it really looked like they were really going to continue on mm -hmm. with the story. So I really hope that they do. Um, 
I, I want to see Jimmy Lloyd as a broski. Is that just me? Am just, I film, no. just film a bunch of shit at like the Jersey Shore and whatnot. Yes. <laughs> Matt would kill Oh, that. yeah. I just want to see the final product. I just want to yes, see him right. come out orange yeah. with like blonde tips. I Coca want his long hair cut. Yeah. <laughs> I want it all, dude. He turns him into Zack Ryder, basically. Oh, yeah. That he can be, be the Zack Ryder. That'd that would be, be great. hilarious. Um, you wanted Zack Ryder back? Well, here he is. <laughs> oh. Wouldn't that be genius? <laughs> but, like, I'm just all, like I said, I, I cannot say enough good things about Matt and what he's doing and how he is elevating everybody around him. And mm. I thought the match was super fun. Yep. And. What else? What else on that card did you like, Matt? Uh, it was good to see Cardona's father get involved again. He, oh, yes. I wanted to have He finally recovered from that light tube shot from Nick Gage last year. <laughs> he hit Jimmy Lloyd perfectly with the chair. Yeah. He sabooed him with the chair. Like, it went right over his head and, like, just yep. crunched down. His, oh, it was perfect. It was like, even Matt couldn't believe his dad managed to throw that chair. <laughs> so perfectly but i loved his dad being involved yeah uh, i saw i saw him roll out there and i was like okay how's he gonna get involved there's no way he's like even sitting like right in the middle right where there. the people walk yeah. out right it's like okay they front and centered him how's he gonna get involved yep you know it's coming it's just a matter of what is mm -hmm. he gonna do he's gonna do something and <laughs> what will it be so yeah i mean it was a super fun match a uh, quick it was the main event of the night quick match like 10 minutes was perfect for what they were doing. So super fun. Uh, the ECW fan in me uh, popped for little Guido because my God, just yeah. perfect. Yeah. Just good God. The Sicilian shooter himself. Great to see him uh, around. So big week for ECW guys. Spike yep. Dudley showed up at a local show around here <laughs> and wrestled his first match in like 10 years this past weekend. So maybe really? Spike Dudley will pop up and he's in a uh, GCW. That would be something. Do you know how much I would pop if that happened? Yeah, uh, but I watched a little Guido match. I thought it was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, it was. Yep. The crowd was super into it. Guido looks amazing. Yeah, he, he does not look like he's aged at all. Um, and he was just really going for it. And look, I don't, I don't know. I, is it is it wrong of me to want uh, Tommy Rich and JT Smith to come out with him? Just Ooh. reunite. I was I mean, kind of hoping there would be some unfortunate, Unfortunately, they can't bring Tracy Smothers out. But. No, no. Well, I mean they could, but I don't. I don't. He'd yeah, he'd be pretty dead in the ring. I don't know, honestly. Oh. Yeah, I just wheel the casket out. No, maybe the casket has an Italian. It's a casket match. Oh, Perfect. there we go. Yeah, Perfect. whoever can get him out with. Oh, okay. Anyway, this is a great idea. I love. Oh, this yeah, it's just evolving from here. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I really wanted to see somebody with little Guido come out mm -hmm. there but um who else what else was on there uh tony deppin made this show after he missed the hartford show due to car That's trouble right. it was supposed to be jordan oliver and tony deppin in hartford but he 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 he, he had car trouble i think he said on twitter he got pulled over at some point too which yeah that's right that's given, given how connecticut police are i'm assuming it was connecticut police that's not a surprise those fucking assholes but <laughs> Matt really hates Connecticut. I hate Connecticut. I, I noticed that. It's I terrible. That. It's, it's a bad. It's a bad state that nobody should go to. <laughs> except for, G, except for GCW. Yeah, <laughs> I'll go yeah, to I it think... for GCW. That's about it. 
I think I stepped foot in there once on the way to Vermont, I think. Yeah. And I was like, well, that was fun. It's, it's, it's the Northeast drive through state. That's all you need to do. Yeah, man. It's kind of cool, though. I miss it. I'm from Ohio, so I do miss the fall. So over there, you know, like you got the fall, which is kind of cool. Out in the desert, we don't have that. Everything's brown year round. Yeah. And yeah, hot sand. Hot. And yes. Oh, well, you're in Vegas, though, so you have a lot of lights. Yeah, yeah we do. Yeah. You got to live ton it up. Of, Yeah. We've got a lot of everything out here. Crazies. I mean, you name it. Yeah. We've got it. Oh, well, it's it's very imaginative out here. <laughs> oh, very. Just take That's a right. camera and walk for five minutes on the strip. You will see some shit you did not think of in your head. And probably two of them. <laughs> People watching must be incredible. Oh, yeah. Actually, that. at the airport, at the airport, especially because it's all types international coming in. Mm -hmm. It's really cool to watch people from all over come through. That's all. Hey, I'm coming that. in two weeks. So <laughs> people will be Ooh, watching me in the airport. Oh, you're heading out to uh, where? All right. I'm going to Vegas. Oh, hell yeah. You, If you yeah. get any trouble, uh, hit me up and we'll make sure we okay. take care of you. Because that's kind of that's kind of what we do I'll when the wrestlers money, come through. So, yeah. Oh well, well you just keep the bail money. We'll we'll help you out with the rest. But right. uh, yeah, we're 15 minutes from the airport, so like when someone comes through, if they're on a layover, we'll go pick them up and just kind of chill out for a while. So if something okay. ever goes wrong, let us know because okay. we're 15 minutes from the airport, 20 minutes from the strip. I it's not a problem. I'll it's keep better than mind. having no one. Yeah. Ah, I appreciate it. All right, what else do we got on the show? Uh, Maki defeated Mike Bailey. Is Mike Bailey on a losing streak? Mike Bailey's not doing great right now. His record's mm -hmm. sub 500. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's up with that? We need to ask Brett. That's my choice as a champion. I think he'd be a great champ. Yeah. Really? Hmm. Uh, just because he has a good face. I think he also works well with kids. Um he carries the title well. I think that a lot of his matches are generally going to be above average. Mm -hmm. And um, I think if we had more Baileys on a card, the card would be upgraded for sure. Um, but if Blake Christian can be a champion, I think that also Speedball could easily be a champion. I don't, I will, I don't hate that, honestly. Yeah. I, I tend to shy away from baby faces sometimes. But Are you a heel champion person? Yes, I am. So what's your thoughts uh, on Fatu? He's running through the company right now. Oh, look. He he got a lot more matches he got to work before. He, he can <laughs> gotcha. look at that belt. So, um, What about you, Matt? Who are you thinking is our next champ? Uh, I mean, given what happened recently, I mean, uh, where he chased, uh, he chased uh, Blake out of the ring after he beat the shit out of Billy Starks. I mean, they could easily mm. go back to Gage. Like they could do Gage and Blake Christian. I feel like that's a match they haven't done in a while. We're just Blake Christian. We're mm. just Gage marks. That's what that is. I mean, listen, I get it. I, get it I while you can. Want him to always be the champ. Like yeah. I'm fine with that. I'm absolutely fine with that. I'll tell you what. His last run was way more than I think anyone expected. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Like yeah. literally. I, I remember. I, uh, every I told everybody like y'all y'all are wrong about him. So anyway. Yeah, I just we we thought he was going to be dead in the water after that Moxley match. He got mm -hmm. kicked in the chest, and it took the wind out of him. And I went, "Oh my gosh, we're going to have a Ric Flair championship here," because it was right around the time that Ric Flair had his mm -hmm. dead match, near death mm -hmm. match. Um, and then he got back in the ring. Uh, Gage got back in the next ring next with um, Leo Rush, 
-hmm. And I'm like, oh, old dude can still go. All right, I'll take it. Mm -hmm. And that ended up being a very good run for him. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Masha was an interesting run. I, I don't know about that, honestly and candidly. I really thought the first woman GCW, world GCW, would have been Allie. Allie, yeah. And it's not a popularity contest sometimes as much as it may even be that she has worked the hardest there. Mm-hmm. I really do think she's bled more than most. I think mm-hmm. that she's went through more shit. And I think just traveling on the road with a bunch of men, she has to be strong. And I mm-hmm. think stuff like that also should be put into the bag of uh, – if she should be picked or not. And I felt like if there was a woman that really uh, breathed GCW, I felt that she would have been my first choice. You know, humble opinion. No, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to put any of the belts on her, honestly. Um, hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. I, I talk about this all the time. Like for me, I love SGC, but I'd also love to see him split. I think Manders is on the cusp of getting ready to do more uh, singles work that may make more sense. Manders has a uh, cowboy gimmick that's more of a mature man's gimmick, and he's slowly uh, he's slowly growing into that. And it may take another decade before he looks like, you know, the Marlboro Man or like John Wayne or like you know what I mean—that older, grizzled, been out in the sun and wind too damn long kind of skin. Yeah, you know? looking. yeah exactly. Like, well, no, yeah, I don't know if he could wrestle, but if he could, that'd be cool. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Would make Sam Elliott fucking cooler. Let me tell you. Sam Elliott can do anything he fucking wants. Yeah, dude, clotheslines off the top rope. I've heard it all. But he's too cool though. It's too much effort. I don't know. He'd probably just stand in the corner and be like, you know, you're gonna fall down and get uh, get uh, the one, two, three, right? And the guy just be like, all right, I'm I'm going down. You're right. I am gonna do that. Yeah, it's only him and Chuck Norris. If those two meet, it's another. Yeah, that's like tornadoes colliding. No. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry I'm here, guys. <laughs> no, not. No, I haven't just... broken anything. Well, no, before the show not. went on, I didn't break anything. You're doing good. All right. So we're going to go um, to our match picks. So let me play some music so we can jam out. All right. Ooh. I know some children of the grave uh, are going to uh, be coming uh, go on. Uh, be coming from this match pick of mine because they they seem like they were one foot in the grave by the time this shit was over. <laughs> I picked Sawyer Wreck and Jimmy Lloyd mm-hmm. um, from the glass tubes match or whatever because um, they used a fuck ton of tubes. Mm-hmm. They just went insane like it was awesome Sawyer to watch her unleash is a thing of beauty I feel Mm -hmm. and nobody does it like her nobody relishes a death match the way that she does and they really just tore it down Uh, there was one where he was sitting there was a spot where he was sitting on a chair outside the ring and she's put him in the chair she gets on the apron she's gonna slam because she puts the light tube for him to hold on his chest but instead of that part 
he she runs at him and he hits her with the fucking light tube and she falls all over the chair <laughs> it was incredible and they just kept doing stuff like that um steph delander did a run in um mm-hmm. to fuck up with the match because it's it built into the matt cardona and jimmy lloyd storyline so i really enjoyed that um and i enjoyed her involvement in this match and the blood was intense the spots were awesome i couldn't get enough and i i just kept thinking like damn i'm sorry maddie had to miss this match (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) it is what it is at this point it's yep it's it's, maybe next time in hartford uh when they come back everybody will bleed all over the place and it'll be great i hope so what about you, Matt? What was your match of the month? Uh, see, I, I am uh, debating uh, going with either Janela and Speedball or Janela and Mance Warner. It's been a big month for Joey Janela. I, I did enjoy uh, the Mance Warner match for a variety of reasons, not just including the table that wouldn't break, but I, I'm also a Mance Warner mark, as we've discussed many a time on this show. I just think he's super entertaining to watch. Yes. Like he's, 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 he's basically a 2023 bunkhouse buck, and that appeals to me as a WCW mark. Mm. So, wow. Uh, Every chance I get to pick Mance Warner, I can. So I think I'm going to go with Janelle and Warner with the the uh, table that would not break. Mm. Yeah, I got to definitely watch that. Mm. Well, Janelle wasn't on our list of uh, champions uh, that we might like to see. But look, I'm a huge fan of his, too. And mm-hmm. uh, he would be a very interesting choice. Yeah, mm. I mean, him and Blake Christian would probably be a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, you want me to pick mine? Yeah, can you okay. it now? Mine's the yeah, I know, right? Mine's the obvious one. I'm gonna have to go with Insane Clown Bussy. Um, That's great pick. that match was fantastic. A little background: I'm 44. I'm fucking old, <laughs> so you might have to bleep that. But um, I've no. been watching wrestling since about 1984, which was when the Rock and Roll Express and George South both started. I ended up watching them both on uh, WCW, NWA, a little bit on WWF. So for me, it's watching some of my old childhood heroes go back in the ring and just do anything. I'm actually trying really hard. I, it'll happen somehow. But I've been crying that in LA, I want to meet George South. Just just a simple, I got to meet him to just like, you know, I will cry on him for just minutes and tell me, I used to watch you with my daddy on the carpet, you know? <laughs> so, um, you know, understanding that looking at Ricky and then seeing how Carrie's doing and how Carrie's stepping up into, you know, a lot of what Ricky has taught him, um, seeing George South in a face position, which you never see. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you know George, he's very religious, a very devout Christian. And it's just, it's funny, but you hear it all the time. The most outward personalities in wrestling behind the scenes are the shyest, so on and so forth. He has that mean look on his face. He's mm-hmm. as nice as can be. So, yeah, that was really the one for me because they brought so many things together and made it so fun and still gave us something we didn't know we wanted, which was George South coming out, you know, <laughs> juggalo. <laughs> Juggalo George. That was great. You know, I really loved Allie in that match too. The way that she worked, she got worked over and she was working for the hot tag and she finally got it. Huge pop. Mm -hmm. Like is just perfect. Like, like we said, old school tag team shit. I just, I just eat it up. Like it's just perfect. And, um, 
thought I had another thought there, but yeah, great pick. Yeah, I, I, I just, I, I think we're um, the the creativity that I'm seeing in these these matches where with these older wrestlers and stuff like mm-hmm. AEW does it like with like in a certain way, but the way that GCW does it is so like honoring i feel like of the older wrestlers like it's they don't feel like a joke to me they feel like they're actually true inspirations for the wrestlers and like i feel like it gets over on the crowds even though Mm -hmm. they don't know they might not know you know who these old guys are but they still get into it right yeah and what's what's interesting about that too is that um more more mature fans We'll go back and go, who was that guy? And then they're like, oh, shit, he's 32 years in the industry. Like Guido, 31, yeah, 32 years in the industry. You know, people didn't know. He was trained on three different continents. No, two mm-hmm. different continents by three different men from three different countries. Like there's so much going on with him that's uh, phenomenal. Yeah. And um, yeah, the ECW, GCW thing, I'm so thankful that there's a generation that still remembers and um, respects it. Because of GCW, I've had a chance to meet Sabu, Mm -hmm. Rhino, RVD. Like, you name it. It is so cool. Speaking of, um, Sabu is from Las Vegas. He's cool. Very cool dude. I saw him in person in Dallas at one of the conventions. um, And I just walked by him. And he was almost asleep at his table over there. Yeah, that sounds like him. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) That's, that's That's the sleeping meds. Yeah. Yes, uh, but he he was like a tiny little man too. I could not believe like yes. his size, and I'm like, oh, that was Sabu, oh my god! And I chickened out. I didn't go yeah. meet him, and I hate myself for not doing that. But I tend to chicken out sometimes. He said he's lost between four and five inches in height between the compressed spine and his hip. It, yeah. Um, yeah. I was shocked. I was shocked at his size. Um, but what a legend! Like. Mm-hmm. I like I I was stupid for even looking at him. Like I felt dumb <laughs> for even like being around. Like oh, that's sad. But as you get older, you'll watch some of these guys. Like Hogan. I mean, well, Hogan's a bad Blech. example, but it is a good example only because you'll see this old man walking out. And oh, Sting. Sting is an excellent example. You watch Sting walk out, and my son will see an old man, but I still see 1985 Stinger. I still see the guy who made me love wrestling. Arn Anderson, same thing. There's that old man out there. I still see the same bald 80s Arn Anderson. And deep well, down inside. Same, oh, absolutely. And deep yeah. down inside, I know if their bodies will allow them, they would love to be out there and make a smile again. And it's like bittersweet. But it's mm-hmm. lovely to tell them I've been watching you since I was little. It's kind of yep. cool. You'll do it too, and you'll do it too. <laughs> you will. And it's it's freaking rewarding. It just feels weird when you go up to someone and go, I used to watch your daddy wrestle when I yeah. was a kid. <laughs> Shit. Um, when we that same trip when we met um Shane Douglas and Francine, it was just like mm. hugely amazing because we had been on this whole ECW journey for years. And I had had my ups and downs with liking Shane anyway, but um, I eventually came around on Shane and then they just, him and Francine just stood around and talked to us for like 10 minutes, just telling us all kinds of stuff, like out of nowhere. And we were 
and they recorded a little message for our podcast and they were just like the sweetest people ever. And they talked about how much they love the conventions because they get to see all their old friends and mm. relive all of their old memories and stuff. Mm. Um, so that was really cool to hear from them because to me, I'm just like, it just looks like a bunch of sweaty wrestling nerds in their face <laughs> for eight hours. And I'm right, like, right. you know, how do y'all do this? Honestly, because we're all crazy people. We're all mm -hmm. crazy people. Are mm -hmm. you talking to me or my other personality? Yeah. Yeah. I'm talking to all of the, all yeah. of our personalities. All 12 of them that are on this. <laughs> you hear that, guys? They've heard about all of us. Yeah. All right. All right. So we'll get into some. Um, let's do this. Alrighty, we're going to talk about what shows are coming up. Do we have? Seems like not a lot. Um, is it just because of the holidays, maybe, Matt? I think it's the holidays, and I think it's the fact that they've been all over the world for like the past six they weeks. They sure have. Germany, the UK, and everything. But mm -hmm. it, it is a pretty light schedule, as we only have four shows for the rest of December here. But uh, they seem to be shows that are uh, very loaded. So uh, we have first Highest in the Room 2 in LA, which will be taking place on the 9th. Uh, we have George South versus Santana Jackson. Nice. Effie and Manson. <laughs> and Mance Warner against the South Pacific Savages of Jacob Fatu and Juicy Feneo. Uh, Violence is Forever will defend the tag titles against Masha Slamovich and Rina Yamashita. Andrade El Idolo will take on Joey Janela. And uh, Maki Death Kill will face Johnny Nitro Morrison Bravo, <laughs> any other name he is. Uh, Johnny Game Changer and there you uh, are. Taya Valkyrie. <laughs> So that's uh, Andrade, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. Andrade uh, yep. versus Joey Janela. That seems like a panty dropper of a match. Mm -hmm. uh, are you going to that show, John? You know, you found uh, the right guy to talk to. Yeah, I'm yep. going to be going to this show. I'm really, really nice. looking forward to it. These match announcements are awesome. I'm kind of curious mm -hmm. what the other, it's usually a nine nine matches per show so i'm curious if there's going to be another three or four i figured three announcements in one scramble or yeah. scramble equivalent uh i know garbage daddies are going to be there well they haven't been announced but the garbage daddies will probably be announced and if they're not going to be as as a team they're probably going to be put into the uh scramble whatever it is that they choose to call it yeah i'm gonna fight to see if i can get a hold of george south i do want to talk to him for a while um, when I go out there, I end up talking a lot to Effie Mance. I don't know if Cartwheel's going to be out there. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just us kind of thing, but you know, it's just us and the listeners. But if you pay attention really close during matches that have doubles or more, Alec Price likes to fall near us in LA and we have a vape pen. So when he falls, <laughs> he sits there and vapes on the floor. 
and then he'll go back in the ring. He's like, thanks, dog. Gives it back to us to go back in the ring. <laughs> I'll be looking oh. out for that, dude. <laughs> now, remember, now, remember, we're in a legal state in Nevada yeah, and California. Course. We, yeah, we totally bake legal. goods and bring them out there for the guys because, you know, me and my wife, we're, in, we're like 40-some. It's like yeah. we're the mom and dad. So, you know, we'll make some stuff and take it over there. And they don't get to eat home food, like home-cooked food. So, you know, we'll bring over some cookies or something and then be co-host with the plant podcast. He'll, his wife will always cook something. She loves Jordan Oliver. His wife loves Jordan Oliver. Like whatever you think of Jordan Oliver, multiply it times 20. <laughs> she, she just, Jordan Oliver is her, is her guy. Aww. So, um, but yeah, we go there. I, I go in with like 10, 15 pre-rolls. I'm like, here you go, man. How you doing? <laughs> da, da, da. Um, they all stay at the same hotels. I usually get in. We try to hit them up, see how they're doing. Um, it's a party. Mm -hmm. As it should be. That's mm -hmm. it. So, you know, it's really about the relationship with the wrestlers more than anything. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, wife still talks to um, Billy all the time. Um, I met Gosh, I've met a couple of people I didn't even know. Uh, Lee Moriarty. I was at a party and let, met Lee Moriarty. I had no idea. I'm like, I go, I was look, watching on TV one day. I'm like, oh, I remember him. Oh, that's Lee Moriarty. <laughs> like, it happens. Um, but yeah, that's our time to get out. I get out of here. It's about four hours from Vegas to LA. So um, you, the UCC, where they hold this whole thing, it's um, like one block up from Hollywood Boulevard, which is kind of oh, cool. cool. Oh, you yeah. don't want to be in that area. It's a little rough up through there. But uh, yeah, we go through that area and um, we just try to enjoy ourselves. We show up at like seven. We probably end up leaving like 1 a.m. midnight sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it's the point is my wife's from um, San Diego. So it's another reason for us to hit the beach. So we ride out Saturday, watch show Saturday night, wake up Sunday morning, hit the beach, roll home. It's a beautiful. That's thing. awesome. Yeah, I uh, love that. We save money and look forward to it. It's like our mini vacation. Yeah. Hang yeah. out with the boys. And then sometimes the boys will lay over in Vegas. So we'll come home and then pick them up that night. And you don't get a lot of sleep for those two, three days, but it's totally <laughs> worth it. You come home with some cool Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I love Everything that. So That's awesome. Trust me when I say you've met so many. They are so nice. Everybody's yeah, everybody's everybody's been great that I've ever met. Yeah, um, just so fortunate. They have a great locker room. They really do. And they get along well. So that's also a very fortunate thing. Um, you were talking about the schedule being a little lighter. It's mm -hmm. just an exhale. You were right, yeah. Matt. It's yeah. an exhale after everything that went down the last couple months. Also, travel in December is a real son of a gun mm -hmm. because of the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's. So what a great time to exhale. So yeah, they deserve the they deserve it. some chill time. Oh, yeah. they I mean, Germany, UK, Australia, like Japan, maybe let, let's Mexico. stay here for a bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that's something I will get in deep with someday down the road. But I will tell you, next year I would like to see GCW grow domestically more than internationally. I think that they really need to build build the American fan base more than anywhere else because internationally, the American wrestling here is the coolest thing going mm -hmm. internationally mm -hmm. you go to france they love american wrestling they're not uh, they're not climbing over themselves for wxw out of england they're not climbing over themselves for iws out of canada they want to know what's going on in america you know they love 
IWA. They love some of these other companies. So we're the influencers. I know that sounds a touch cocky to a degree, but we are the influencers and I would love well, to see new companies. Case, so yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. New cities, new companies. I was crying for defy months ago and um, that one happened. Now they're up in Seattle, which was another beautiful new spot. So mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd like to see them really grow domestically because sometimes these international shows kind of strip away a little bit of what makes GCW good. If you watch a G Japan show, you might not always get commentary. Well, that stinks. Mm -hmm. You know, tape delays stink. Mm -hmm. so little things like that. You know, the fans in Japan are very polite and they have a way of doing things. They're not wild like us. Yeah. Just like we're not wild like English fans. UK mm -hmm. fans are freaking nuts. <laughs> so that was my diatribe. I mean, I would agree. I, I, I would definitely like to see more southern cities. Um, yeah. So I wouldn't have to I'd like to not have little... to drive to Hartford every six months. Yeah. <laughs> Las that. Vegas gets one show a year. So I can tell you, Los Angeles yeah. keeps me alive. We get one a year, May. That's it. 1,700 people odd. show up. We sell them out every year. Alabama, though, I mean, they'll get Alabama like two, three times a year. And I'm like, what did we yep. do in Vegas? Did we piss them off or something? <laughs> Probably just cheaper in Alabama. The heat. The heat really gets people there. We had uh, we had an event here one time. The AC broke. It was like 115, 113. Ooh, there God. was wrestlers passing out backstage. Um, do you remember Guy Steele, early morning Guy Steele? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> the, he had like the thing and he had a mask on. Ooh, see. Okay, you go back about a year. There's a guy that came out for about two or three times. He was or early morning guy steal. And it was just, you couldn't tell if it was a man or a woman. It was dressed up like an electrician with a mask on. <clears throat> and this Vegas show passed out before the match, then went out, did the match, and bent over. And you could see sweat pouring out the eyeball Jesus. holes in the mask. Uh -uh. Went back and passed out again after the match. Had to be helped out of the ring. It was a whole thing. Sweat through the mask. You could see literally all the way down to, like, the knees inside the thighs and shit where they sweat through the suit. Um, yeah, so maybe that's also why. That was me in Detroit. Uh, <laughs> shit, yeah. After that show. That yeah. was in many ways. But that was... Uh, Probably the hottest, literally, show that I've ever been to. Um, what else we got coming up in December? Uh, so from uh, December 9th, we uh, skip a few weeks. We go to December 21st uh, for a holiday special in Ridgefield hmm. Park, New Jersey. Nothing announced for that, but they're doing some sort of uh, holiday-type shindig on uh on the, the 21st. So I'll be interested to see what that is. Maybe, uh, I don't know, Jimmy Lloyd will uh, be a, a, a holiday broski. Yes. I love <laughs> that. I hope so. It's at the Knights of Columbus in Ridgefield. I know they've been known to deck out that place before. Like they've had JCW birthday parties, anniversary stuff there. I wouldn't be surprised if they deck that place out. Mm. And the just turn it into a Christmas. Like you might say. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah. hopefully something like that goes down. Deck the balls. Um, wow. We are. Uh, come on now. Imagine, <laughs> games. imagine a GCW like company <laughs> Christmas party. Like that sounds like a pretty fun event. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. That'd be fantastic. Allie comes out as like the yeah. drunk lady, the, mm -hmm. the, the receptionist that just can't keep herself together. I think that would be fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was. Okay. So I was pulling for a Halloween show where the wrestlers come out as their favorite wrestler. 
and wrestle. That would be awesome. Effie is macho man, you know, like all these just different people. Oh, yeah. I want to see who comes out as the rock. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Too cold Scorpio comes out as the rock. That'd be something. I've seen him do worse. (laughs) Anyway. So from there, we have the uh, the Nick Gage Invitational on the 30th, which is the annual uh, deathmatch tournament they do. And mm. uh, uh, this will be in Atlantic City, a big weekend in Atlantic City. And uh, so far, the names announced for that are Daiju Wakamatsu, uh, Emerson Jane, Jacob Fatu, Jimmy Lloyd, Masha Slamovich, Risa Sarah, and Valento Jack announced for that so far. So uh, that, that'll be uh, very violent, I, I think. The Nick, anything named Nick Gage, uh, mm-hmm. you know, is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about that. Uh, Nick Gage Invitational, the very first one, is one of the top-rated uh, GCW shows ever on CageMatch.net. And um, yeah, these always deliver, man. You know how yep. it's going to be. It's yep. just going to be amazing out there. I only know about half the names comfortably. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if they're coming from Japan, they know how to bleed. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Interesting that Jacob Fatu is going to do a deathmatch tournament, too. That's a thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Is he done with Circle Six? Like, is that kind of what's going on here? Because he's definitely more available than he was. I mean, I know he still does MLW stuff. Yeah. Oh, so he isn't part of that release, the whole bunch of releases that came out recently? I don't think so. I think he's he's supposed to wrestle Hammerstone, I think, at one of their next shows. So Yeah. Hammerstone was uh, Hammerstone was granted his release. I know Juicy was granted his release. I talked to him recently. Um, there was a whole slew of them, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm really surprised. Is Mance Warner still doing stuff over there? Or is he finally he, out? He, they just did an angle where he lost a loser leaves match to Cardona, actually, in MLW. So, so no lie. Still no lie. The way, they're, the, the way they're shit. I'm so sorry, man. I'm. When I'm tired, I will talk straight over you. And actually, <laughs> um, the way their pay structure is set up over there, it's just not one that's meant for success for the wrestler. And I think once a certain amount of um, older veteran wrestlers figured that out, that's what started the waterfall. Mm-hmm. So that's what's kind of going on there. Basically, they figured out how the hell am I going to make money if I can't do this? I can't do that. And you only want to work me this much. And I can only get this much pay per time that you work me. And if you only work me once in a month, I'm only getting this much pay. And then I'm contractually obligated to do this, this and this and not work for this company and this company, which can Mm -hmm. choke them out. Mm -hmm. There are old WWF wrestling contracts where they can sign you for this much for the year. Right. And it pays per appearances and whatnot. But if they don't use you they have this really small minimum, like a thousand some dollars and some change back in the eighties. They can technically starve you out and not allow you to work. If they don't work you and you're under contract, you can't work elsewhere. It's a really interesting thing. They can choke people out. And MLW actually has one of those old style contracts. And I don't know who taught them how to do it, but it's kind of shitty. And that's why a lot of guys are trying to get it out of them. Mm. Well, that's good for them. I'm glad they're moving on then. Cause that's yeah. bullshit. Right. Yeah. All right, what about from New Year's Eve, Matt? And then uh, the last show, we have New Year's Eve. Uh, We have a do-or-die rumble match, which I think they did last year. Uh, So good to see that back. We have uh, Risa Sarah versus Charlie Evans. And then the big one, the main event, uh, June Kasai versus Nick Gage. Someone may die in that match. Literally, (laughs) someone may die in that match. 
It'll be a literal death match, just like that Ric Flair match you mentioned from last year. Oh, uh, having June Kasai back in the United States is a blessing. They didn't think he was going to come back again after the last appearance. He's got really bad knees, and mm-hmm. making it across the ocean is not easy on him. Just oh. FYI. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's a deathmatch guy, so I imagine he probably has a bad everything. Yeah. 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 I guess something about the plane rides and whatnot, it messes yeah. with the swelling in the knees mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I guess it causes him real pain to a point to where I guess it it's a day and a half, two days of pain after. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not like he already isn't sleeping with pain constantly, but, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't help to pour on top of, you know, more pain. Well, I'm sure that will be a hell of a match. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and yeah. will be in even more pain at the end. Of the <laughs> that flight home is going to suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be even worse. Yeah. Um, just sedate him. Just sedate him on the plane. That's probably the best move, yeah. That's how they do me. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever works. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode, John. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And you got all the like little insider and like knowledgeable stuff that I was really hoping you would bring to the app and you did not disappoint. So I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Little by little, once we turn the cameras off, we'll talk a little more. Trust me. Oh, Oh, oh yeah. There. Yeah. We'll just be yeah. us a little more, have some fun. Mm. All right. Um, what do you want to promote there, Matt? What do I want to promote? My God, uh, we got the extreme three-way dance on this very feed where we cover the land of ECW. Uh, we are in 1990, are about to be in 1999. So big stuff happening on that show. So check that out. Uh, we got to, uh, over on the Place to Be Nation wrestling feed. We have YouTube roulette where me and a gaggle of misfits live watch matches on YouTube. So that's a blast to do. So check that out. And speaking of gaggle of misfits, the same gaggle of misfits, including myself, is on Highway to the Impact Zone where we live watch uh tna and usually shit all over it so give that (laughs) follow me on twitter at msusa 1991 all right john you want to uh give your official plug um for your stuff that you got going on yeah, you can check us out at GCW Plant Podcast. You can get a hold of co-host B at GCW Plant B. I think he's a GCW plant podcast. I think he's what he's under. We've changed it a couple times before. Um, myself at GCW plant John. So yeah, we have our little podcast. I'm doing a preview show now. It's pretty much just me kicking on there and um, just trying to enjoy ourselves. So thank you. This is awesome. Oh, I'm so glad you came by. Everybody yep. download and listen um, to all their reviews. They definitely know their stuff and lots of cool little details. Um, uh, as for me, I'm right here every Wednesday on the Jenny position on the North South Connection. So we have uh, YouTube, we have TikTok, we have uh, all the cool things. We have lots of projects going on. Um, we just did a war games countdown. We have preview shows for all the pay-per-views and we're coming up on rumble season. So there will probably be some fun rumble stuff, uh, coming up. But, uh, as for my stuff, it's on Wednesdays. Um, there's a show called exposition, uh, an X-Men podcast where, uh, me and my bestie, Tim Capel are, uh, watching the animated series, X-Men animated series, and also the live watch or the live movies. Um, and kind of, 
you know, just learning what there is to know about the animated series, which is really fun and very nostalgic for us. And uh, I have a show called Talking Docs, which reviews documentaries with my friend Logan Croslin and my friend Cowboy Roger. Um, we're continuing our season on animals, and uh, we should have a new episode very soon. And, um, of course, Matt mentioned ECW. Uh, that's always, that's like every two weeks like clockwork, buddy. We you going to find that mm-hmm. podcast. If you didn't, <laughs> something's wrong because we're mm-hmm. doing it. Um, and I appreciate everybody listening and watching, especially on YouTube. Uh, you can find me on TikTok and Twitter at Jenny Position. And you can follow us uh, together, GC Dub Pod on Twitter. Thank you guys again, and we will see you next time.